podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Full-time at Old Trafford, Man United 4, Chelsea 1. Wasn't quite what happened to Frank Lampard last time because we did score quite late. But um, another dreadful night, really, it is. Um, weirdly, not as bad a performance, which it just sounds ludicrous. But we, we, in the context of this season, it's so tragic that there were things tonight that I saw that I just haven't seen for a majority of this season when actually Chelsea have been beaten less. Like our, our, the scoreline hasn't been as bad as tonight or as heavy as tonight, but just kind of shows you how just terrible it's been. You know, I felt even with a Man United team with barely anything to play for, I mean, they needed to avoid defeat tonight to confirm Champions League qualification. The only small, small glimmer of positivity or, or humour within this night is that we couldn't help Liverpool out and they don't get Champions League football, but they kind of ruined it for themselves last weekend. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that from a Chelsea point of view, my one concern, because Lampard will be gone after Sunday, um, a lot of players who don't have futures here will be gone. It's more that core of young players, a lot of whom we actually saw tonight start the game. And that was one of the things I liked about the parts of the performance, in particularly the first half, but also the selection for Frank Lampard, which just confuses me and frustrates me a little bit that we didn't see more of this during his caretaker spell this time where he wasn't leaning on these young players a little bit more the likes of Connie Chukameka who hasn't started before tonight a Premier League game since January quite ridiculous to me um, a player who looked a lot better than that you know given that he hasn't played a lot of Premier League football in recent months Lewis Hall who has been a, a credit to himself and the academy this year uh, for breaking through Fafana, Chalabar, Enzo Fernandez, Conor Gallagher, Mikhail Mudrik, Noni Manaweke a, a group of players there that I do suspect will be here at the start of pre-season and, and players that you, you suspect um, can be built around and, and do have potential and do have years ahead of them to grow. My one concern is from a psychological point of view is is recovering from some of these moments because, um, you know, we look back to the 15-16 season and, you know, flip forward to the 16-17 season where they recovered amazingly well under Antonio Conte with no European football. But that was a better group of players, also an older group of players who had experienced a lot in their career. Some of them had won Champions League titles with Chelsea. A lot of them had recently won the Premier League title with Jose Mourinho. This group obviously does not have that, especially the younger players who are very much at the start of their careers. And some of them have moved countries for big fees. I'm not saying that you know, these players are brittle and they can't recover from this. I think there is there is a lot for these players to do in the coming years at Chelsea to recover things. But I just think for Pochettino, that is maybe a hidden part or maybe a forgotten part is, is that psychological thing that they're going to have to overcome to, to rediscover some confidence. Um, and I do think that once again, Lewis Hall, I think, just proves where the value is within this squad and why, you know, it reflects in, in some ways when we're talking about Mason Mount, why... Losing Mason Mount is such a, a devastating thing for this club because it shows how valuable Cobham graduates have been over recent years and, and why the investment elsewhere has been so tragic. So another lesson there and, and good for him that he's had a breakthrough this year. But it was a 4-3-3. It, it had whip to it. We created some good opportunities in the first half. We didn't take them. Uh, you know, Kai Havertz, again, very wasteful in front of goal. I thought as a centre forward, just wasn't imposing enough. But I thought our build-up was pretty good, pretty slick. I actually felt in build-up and until the second half where it kind of collapsed completely. And that isn't surprising because there are very much parallels to what happened for Lampard's Chelsea in August of 2019. His first game in charge of Chelsea where we lost 4-0. We created a lot of opportunities. Our XG just looking at it 
was over you know 1.90 it's kind of that classic thing of us not being able to take our chances which has to be rectified this summer but um there were good chances for Conor Gallagher I thought the team responded well after conceding a terrible goal from a set piece to Casemiro um just abysmal really considering that we'd created a good opportunity and then they kept going but then to concede another goal right before the end of the half was just crushing you could see that spirit really die out from this Chelsea team um and the second half it was always about that transitional game that Man United had very like what Solskjaer used to do and very much what I think Ten Hag has, has leaned on this season to get success and just really poor from Fofana for the penalty um after getting nutmegged I don't know if it was a sense of frustration or, or aggression to take down Fernandez like that who's always going to make the most of it and then the fourth goal is just again Fafana, just a dreadful mistake. And uh, Kepa should be doing better, in my opinion. But you, the mistake means more in Fafana, and just a, a comedy of errors. And it just really uh, completely eroded any sort of positivity you could have in the first half, where it looked like more of a competitive game, which is something Chelsea haven't had in recent times uh, and for most of this season, to be honest. I think out of the bleakness of things, you know, you look at what Man United have done this season and they kind of show Chelsea an image of, of probably an, a, an example of what they probably want to be next season. I think they've got Champions League football, you know, Liverpool's failings and Liverpool's inability to, to recover that form and recover that difficult start to the season, um, I think has helped them. But they've got Champions League football. That was the, the big requirement for Eric Ten Hag this season. But I think if you asked a lot of United fans at the start of the year, particularly after their opening two games under him where they lost both, you probably would have suspected um, that the best for them would have been um, top six instead of Champions League football. So he's done a really, really good job. And it shows you how quickly things can turn around at football because things look broken at Old Trafford. Um, 12 months ago it really did you know in terms of the dressing room harmony in terms of the way it went under Ragnick um, and, and how that squad was going to kind of be reassembled it shows with good coaching who I think you know I think a good coach in Mauricio Pochettino how as we know things can change very quickly for good or bad in football I'm not, again I'm not saying that Chelsea are going to do anything incredible next season because I think that'd be naive but I also think there is the core of a young group there to to build on along with others um, hopefully some shrewd signings in the summer Um to maybe make a more competent season for Chelsea because this has been so far from it. it. It's just it's just been abysmal. It really has. And um, there is only so many ways you can talk about disasters. But, you know, it says a lot that to me, at least, and I know maybe to others, it, it won't feel like this because it's a 4-1 defeat. Trust me, it's, it, there's no way around it. It's a disaster when you're losing games like that. But, you know, considering some of the truly abysmal performances Chelsea have had this year, have lacked so much soul and so much energy this one wasn't one of those you know I've seen worse more lifeless Chelsea performances but as has been the case for nearly all of this season even the small moments of optimism you, you get crushed and, and they still find ways to to make you disappointed even when your expectations are so low that has been the only impressive thing about Chelsea this season is you tell yourself don't get your hopes up. Don't get inspired because you're going to be crushed in the end. And Chelsea still managed to do it. It wasn't that I thought Chelsea were going to win tonight, but just based on what I was seeing in the first half, it looked like Chelsea may even score a goal. We did in the end, but it was far too late by the time that Joao Felix goal happened. We've nearly done our sentence. As I said, you know, it's it's we're nearly there in terms of this punishing, miserable season can finally be put out of its misery. I would like to see a majority of the players um, that started tonight start again or at least young players I'd like to see Fafana Dacho Fafana that is start on Sunday um you know I I think that that's just kind of something I'd, I'd personally like to see there's literally nothing to lose at this point 
it, you know, I, I do have that fear that if we have a similar result on Sunday, what the mood is going to be like inside Stamford Bridge, particularly with the Mount stuff going on and how fans feel after this season. But that's it. it it's been truly, truly historically bad and um, just a, a steep job for Pochettino, a steep job for this club to recover what has been such a, an abysmal, which is the word I keep on using, take a drink every time I say that in videos currently, um, period for the club. Um, and it's just, it's it's kind of hard to, to come up with new words. And that's what's made, I think, making reviews in recent weeks quite hard because you you keep on saying the same things um, over and over again. It's very difficult to keep on saying something's terrible. And actually tonight, it wasn't the worst performance I've ever seen, but we still got battered 4-1. So that is Chelsea in 2022-23. Follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea. There'll be more content coming up. Let's I, I keep on saying this. Let's hope Pochettino gets announced. But I've, I've got some other content coming up before the weekend's final game. Uh, so follow me on Twitter. All that good stuff. And I'll see you again very soon. All the best. Podcast Network.